Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Witeka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, thank you everybody for joining me today. I am really thrilled to have my guest, Carol Rosenstein. She is the co-founder and executive director of Music Men's Minds. Welcome to the show, Carol. Hello, Marsha. How are you? I am just fantastic, which is exactly how my husband would answer that question whenever he was asked. And this is going to be a fantastic show because it touches subjects that all of us can relate to, and that is music and why. And I thought before we get into actually talking about your nonprofit organization, I thought you could just tell us just a little bit about yourself so we could get to know you a little bit, Carol. I would welcome that opportunity. Thank you for this amazing hour-long podcast. Well, I'm a widow, and I was widowed about almost two years ago, when my darling husband was, uh, well, he, he, he died. And it was after a very long 15-year journey with Parkinson's and dementia. Oh, my goodness gracious me. And he got his diagnosis on his 70th birthday. What a birthday gift. Oh, I knew a little bit about Parkinson's disease and the slow, painful journey. And I said, holy smoke, we are in for a ride. But, of course, I couldn't let on to my husband, who knew nothing about that. But it turned out to be the most amazing ride. Thank God for the music. And my Truly. Story, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I, 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 I would just say when you said... What you just said is so significant, and um, while we, I've been widowed much longer than you, the ride is still the ride, and your music journey with Irwin is really what we're going to be talking about today, because we're in many ways honoring him and you for what you've done in recognizing what what these these diseases can result in and your story is fabulous and inspiring and i would love for you to just let our listeners know how did music men's mind actually get started well with erwin and his diagnosis he was on synthetic meds for parkinson's and they were synthetic chemicals called neurotransmitters. And then after 10 years of taking these meds, his brain reacted negatively. 
he became he started to hallucinate he started to be agitated we had hundreds of people living in our our house and i would say oh and it's okay these are just hallucinations figments of your imagination but the neurologist said carol we have to reduce the meds instantly well they brought down the dose and down went Owen into a wet noodle state. Mm. But when he played the piano, which he loved to do, he played by ear, and all of our wonderful years of marriage, we'd go to a show, maybe a Broadway musical, we'd come home, I'd lie on the couch singing while he played the music from the show. Well, he went in this wet noodle state to his piano, and I saw some magic happening repeatedly. I saw Owen, wet noodle, after five or ten minutes of music making, suddenly resurrect like I had given a plant a drink of water. And he would re-engage with his environment like I had just given him a medication. So, our neurologist said, but Carol, in such a nonchalant way, you are watching the power of music changing brain chemistry. What? <sighs> that was something I never expected to hear on the telephone call. And I really? thought, would that mean I could find some like-minded souls? We could jam together, make music together, and everyone feel better? And he said, well, of course. And that was how Music Men's Mind started. Isn't that something? Did you have an experience at UCLA in, the, in that process? Well, I have learned so much more since then. And, of course, UCLA was very excited about the start of our Fifth Dementia Band, which was our <laughs> flagship band. And so my UCLA experience at that time was bring it on. And they were sending patients, doctors, psychiatrists, caseworkers. Everybody started to refer like-minded patients with the same kinds of diagnoses. We're talking dementia, Alzheimer's. I mean, even traumatic brain injury, stroke, and PTSD. All of these diseases react favorably to music. And so, you know, UCLA did give us a big start. And Wonderful. And thrived. Well, you mentioned science. And I think this is a very interesting part of this conversation because I wouldn't have realized this until you were saying this. So what is, and I know you're not a doctor, all right, so I'm not, expecting you to answer this as a physician, but I believe you know about this. So what is the science behind music and the brain? Could you explain that a little bit further? And I'm going to keep it very simple. <laughs> we have a pharmacy in our own brain. And depending on stimulation, will determine what medication our pharmacy puts out. And in the case of Parkinson's, we're looking at a chemical, a neurotransmitter called dopamine. And because the actual 
engagement of music making at the piano is very intricate. You've got eyes watching the music. You've got ears for harmonics, pedals and the feet, fingers and the hands. You are looking at a full-body workout for the brain, and that releases the pharmacy little door that says dopamine, and dopamine was the thing that made Irwin sit up and take note of his environment. There are other issues as well, like the vagus nerve. Well, what is the vagus nerve? That's exactly. the parasympathetic system, yes. And if you hear music, it travels as a sound wave through the ears, and it stimulates the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is responsible for the rhythm of the heart, the breath, the digestive juices. And that's why we know when we play good, wonderful music when we're out dining, our digestion is even better. And so that's another scientific perch upon which this magic rests. Then, of course, there's something called, and I'm looking for oxytocin. Now, oxytocin is another neurotransmitter. And oxytocin is secreted and stimulated when you're listening to music. Have you ever had a baby? Have you ever been in a delivery ward listening to your music? It's because oxytocin is releasing in response to music and it helps a mother even birth a baby. Oxytocin even helps the daddy gear down and understand the rhythm of his baby, and oxytocin even gives the male as a daddy stimulation to go and play and and gear down his physicality to be able to play with his child. So all of this is a stimulant that is music, is forcing that stimulant, opening up our pharmacies in our brain, and the essential chemicals are released in the environment of music. That is profound, what you just said. And I am guessing, just like myself who is listening to this, that anyone hearing what you just said, wow, I never thought of it like that. I never made that that connection between the brain and the music that was so well explained and i had you had i had brought up ucla just a moment ago and i wanted you to talk about which i think is just incredible i don't know who came up with this name but um how did you come up with the name of the fifth dementia dementia uh, let me say it properly the Fifth Dementia Band and Musical Men's Mind. How how did you how did you come up with that name? This was all part of the excitement when I saw a moment that we could create an entity that could indeed help 
humanity at large. So I gathered friends, and we sat down over tea, and we <laughs> said, we're going to storm and come up with names. And Music Men's Minds came first. Mm-hmm. We had about 20 names for the name of the flagship band. We loved the idea of the Fifth Dementia Band, but we were a little concerned that it might be hurtful to people with these diseases. And so we were very resistant to say we're going to do this. But we said, let's test the water. And we jumped in. And the fifth dimension name of our flagship band opened doors globally for us right from the start. And so everybody just jumped in and we have just roared around the world without the dimension global band. <laughs> Isn't that terrific? I mean, that's really, and because your band is made up of multiple generations. Am I right about that? Yes. And we have found now, me, after 15 years of suffering with my Irwin, that part of the sequelae, the passage of the journey, the language skills fall away. Grandma, grandpa, your beloved husband, wife, suddenly can't speak anymore. Mm -hmm. And so critical for our younger generation to understand how important the music is because that will be a lifetime connection that they can play, sing, and make music together with their seniors once language skills fall away. So we train the young ones about this fact, and it keeps families together till our loved one is ready to cross over. You know, um, it's I I you're speaking without um, tears dropping down your eyes. Although maybe it is, I don't know, because I would imagine when you talk <laughs> about this, it can be very emotional. I'm just yes. I'm just trying to put myself in the position of of yourself and others that have experienced precisely what you've experienced and the generations where that granddaughter, that grandson, that, that, that niece, that nephew, that neighbor, whoever, I just think that this is so remarkable. And I, I, just, I am just blown away by the fact that you've been able to do this. What kind of response have you gotten um, from, from putting this band together? Doors have opened. It's been a magical journey, Marsha. And this Mm -hmm. is why I'm so blessed that being wounded for so many years, suffering in silence with my darling husband, that the music has brought us into the light from total darkness. Mm -hmm. And, And now everybody is ready to hear our story understand it and be able to run with the ball and reach 
people that need the music. And, of course, we've just been through a horrendous two and a half years of isolation with COVID. Yes. And we are creatures, society. We want the stimulation of, of being together. And so we came up with a Zoom platform during this time. And we connected people and continue to connect people three times a week on Zoom. So it's about music and socialization, not only for our seniors, but for everyone who needs to do a dose of music medicine. Science today tells us that music is medicine. And so that's why I get up every morning thrilled to be of service and to deliver music to as many people in the world as we can. Well, I would like to direct people to your beautiful website. It's very simple to remember. It's Music Men's with an S, Minds with an S, dot org. And I love what you ha- I love your logo because it has a profile with notes above the head, restoring the rhythm of life. And the other thing that happens to be on the front page of, of your website happens to be um, the picture of you in the Rotary Magazine because I know that that's something else that you and I both share together as Rotarians. And we're going to talk a little bit about that too in just a moment. But how did you market this music men's mind? I mean, you know, you have this idea, but now you need to figure out how you're going to promote it. So how did you go about marketing your, let's just call it MMM now, shall we? Absolutely. And, yes, that was a moment in time that I had to put on a marketing hat because I couldn't pay for a, a real marketer. <laughs> right. So, yes, we created flyers. We posted the flyers all around town at daycare centers, senior centers, libraries, churches, synagogues, and even Alzheimer's and dementia support groups. Wonderful. And of course, with the wonderful having UCLA behind us um, and, and starting patient referrals, we grew because we really are in a pandemic with these diseases. Marsha, every three seconds, Did you hear me? Every three seconds, someone is being diagnosed with dementia. Oh, my goodness. Every six seconds, somebody is diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and every five minutes, someone with Parkinson's. So we are running a pandemic. And if we were to parallel COVID as a pandemic, as a parallel, COVID's got vaccines. But we're still waiting for a cure for these diseases. And in the meantime, music is medicine. Why? Because of the stimulation of the music, opening up the pharmacy in the brain, the chemicals that are flushing make us feel good. They bring pure joy back to us and brain um, um, functionality of the body. So we're looking at brain function and function and body function as the result of these chemicals. So music is medicine for the mind and medicine for the body. And you know what also occurs to me is that 
certainly no one wants to be diagnosed with this every three to five seconds or five minutes, as you mentioned. But wow. here's the thing that I understand that that is the beauty of this, and that is this is a shared experience in the happier side of this diagnosis, that maybe you, whoever you are, the spouse, the daughter, the son, the whomever your relationship is to this person, together you do this. Together yep. this is a shared experience. Someone's having yep. chemotherapy. The only thing you can share with that person is maybe holding their hand and providing emotional support. I certainly did that with my sister-in-law for two years. But this is different. This is actually what I would call joyful. And and I realize everybody's not going to do it the same, but those those dopamines that you're talking about that your loved one is experiencing, you are experiencing it as well. So it's yeah. what I would call a win-win. And I, I I think I heard this correctly. How did CNN Heroes hear about you and your nonprofit? Someone was watching Carol Rosenstein, and oh, they man. submitted my among about ten thousand entries. And I got a call. I think it was twenty eighteen. I hmm. was in the ninety nine store buying balloons. <laughs> I was hanging the balloons like a Mary Poppins coming out of the store. Of course, my cell phone was ringing, and I had to know. Of course, I had to know who was calling me. <laughs> so here I was in the parking lot, fighting the wind in my balloons, and someone is telling me that the CNN heroes from New York, and I'm yelling back into the phone, who? Can you tell me again who you are? And that's oh, man. how I heard from CNN Heroes that I had been chosen to be one of the top 20 of about 10,000 applicants. And so the CNN Heroes heard about Music Men's Minds and, of course, our fifth dementia band. And, of course, they flew a, a, a group out from New York to film <laughs> us in concert. And then they came back two years later when we were in COVID and lockdown because we found a way to keep connected with those suffering through Zoom, and who knew about that pre-COVID? And so CNN Heroes has Music Men's Minds videos and stories on their platform for life. Because once you're a CNN Hero member, you are family for life. And I'm very honored that that's our story. (laughs) Isn't that, you know, I'm sure that people that are listening to you can feel your smile, can feel your joy, because it's, it's clear that you love this. And that is so engaging. I mean, I just... You know, like you said, who knew what Zoom was? It was something you did with a camera. And not everybody even, you know, seriously. It's like pivoting. You know, it's like that's a basketball term. Um, Zoom is changed everything for people. Now, that's not to say that everyone clearly knows how to do it. But 
we're going to make that simple for people, you and I, because it's absolutely on my website where people will be able to do this. But as Rotarians, and I know that you are very active in your Rotary as I am in mine, how are you networking the Rotary clubs on a global and a local level? Oh, that's another magical story. Let's hear it. Yeah, I became Mm -hmm. a Rotarian along the way. I really didn't understand the enormity and the importance of Rotary, but Rotary International has heard our story, and that is giving us an opportunity to market Music Men's Minds globally through 1.4 million Rotarians in 35,000 clubs in over 200 countries. So what does this mean? Rotary is helping us spread pixie dust. We are asking members, both local and global, to consider starting a music group as a community outreach program through their clubs into Mm -hmm. their neighborhoods so that seniors, our seniors, and anyone needing the music can find the medicine that will help them feel joyful with increased function. And this is happening through Rotary Clubs, and we have access to over 200 countries, and we are busily doing that as we speak. On a local level, our amazing district governor, Olivia Patterson Ryan, she, her wing, over 63 clubs, clubs in District 5280, that's Mm -hmm. your club and mine, within that wing. And we are pitching these 63 clubs to start music groups through their clubs into the community. Kingdom Music is medicine to folks in their local areas, and it gets bigger than that. In our local area, the county and the city of Los Angeles has nine zones that they have created to be dementia-friendly cities. Really? Yes, and it is so exciting because now we are in collaboration with L.A. County and L.A. City, we are going to be reaching their nine zones later to be dementia-friendly cities, and we're going to be taking the music to everyone in those areas. So we are busy rotary bees taking the music, using Rotary International as our, our platform, and the recipients of the music will be our seniors and anyone else needing a dose of music medicine. So it's come as an added blessing to what we were doing even prior to our Rotary Days. Isn't that something? You know, um, you had mentioned, you know, we've been dealing with um, COVID for the last two and a half years, and whether you have any kind of medical conditions or not, For so many of us, especially if you do live alone, the isolation 
of living mm-hmm. alone is very challenging. I ended up um, adopting a cat. And uh, just be, and my daughter said, Mom, you know, you're not really getting out like you used to, and, you know, maybe it would be fun for you to have a cat in your house, somebody for you to talk to, somebody for, for comfort. And, and we've, we have found certainly for senior citizens that are trying very hard not to get sick that that type of isolation is difficult. And, you know, you really can't see a smile through a mask. You might see the twinkle in the eye. But you can't really see a smile through a mask. And we're all being mindful of this. There isn't anyone on this planet that hasn't had some connection to trying to be well during COVID. And the fact that you do this Zoom um, is just Mm -hmm. another perfect example of how you can be wherever you are. And maybe maybe you are the care provider, and maybe your loved one doesn't have a clue how to click onto a Zoom call. I mean, not a clue. And that can be totally understandable. But if caregivers, if, if people in, um, you know, I'm thinking about people in the mental health field and, and, and the different organizations that support people that are having having issues this to me is just it's just i was going to say it's a no-brainer but that just seems like such a silly way to describe that but by by saying that music can mend the minds not only for that person that might be suffering but for the person that's sitting right next to you listening and watching and clapping and doing all of that with their loved one at the same time it's building memories and that is just that is just a beautiful thing and i i can only imagine the 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 pleasure and the gratification and what Irwin must be thinking and what others that have gone before him must be thinking as you continue to just provide this love and attention. It's not easy what you're doing. There nope, are a lot not. of moving pieces. I, I, you, you know, you still have your own life. And um, I'm just... I'm just so honored to have you share all of this because how has it affected you during COVID? How personally have you been affected? Oh, my goodness. Uh, My darling Irwin died in his home, in his bed, so we kind of ran it right here all the way through the journey. And Mm -hmm. the day Tuary wheeled him out of his home, I got a positive COVID diagnosis. Oh, my God. Which meant I was alone, not only as a widow without my guy, but with a positive COVID diagnosis as well. And a a huge Music Men's Minds job to be on Zoom for hours a day, not only providing music, but I had students from UCLA who are my student administrative assistants, and they Zoomed in on Zoom for a work session. And so me personally, I mean, I really got hit between the eyes. And if it weren't for a battery of dear Music Men's Minds friends, every night I had a hot meal delivered to my front doorstep. 
I was being fed by these people because I couldn't go out shopping, and I was positive, and my goodness gracious, that's how I started my my sad period of being a widow, COVID, during the height of the pandemic. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've been through a lot, Marsha, and guess you know, what? The music saved me. <laughs> you know something? Everyone that just heard you said that, say that, I'm sorry, is shaking their head back and forth, thinking, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Look what has been loaded into your backpack. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I can, I can, on top, go ahead. On top I've of come, it, what? I've come out the other side. Yes. Filled with gratitude, filled with so much gratitude and love, able to continue the work, whether it's COVID, whether it's me personally sick. I am blessed to be able to serve Rotary, serve humanity in my capacity as delivering music, I want to tell you why. You hit on a very important aspect of Zoom and or in person with your loved one or your caregiver by your side. To be on this journey with your patient, husband, wife, grandpa, grandma, it is the toughest journey to be the rock. You know how we use that word? You are the rock. Well, Mm -hmm. the rock comes with a very high price tag. It's called burnout. And to think that we not only deliver music medicine for the patient, but for the rock sitting next. And science, the statistics show us that many times the rock predeceases the patient because the journey is so brutal. And again, the music is saving everyone who is part of the music expression. You know, we say those who pray together stay together. I can tell you, those who make music together stay together and are joyful in the light of the music-making moments. Now, that's, I just used the word moment. I want to now just spend a minute about music memory storage cells. Please. I I spoke about the pharmacy in our brain. Well, there are other centers in our brain that have cells that are tougher than the usual neuron. That's a, 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 a neuron is a, a, a nerve um, thread that transmits messages from one to the other neuron. That's how we get to decide what, what we're feeling or what we're hearing. It's the neurons that are the transmitting agencies So, in our brains, next to the pharmacy, somewhere, 
there are memory storage center cells that are tough. These cells are born when a fetus is six months in utero. That means they've got three more months till they take their first breath of light. And at six months in gestation, the mother, mommy, is playing lullabies already. And the fetus is hearing twinkle, twinkle, little star. And when the fetus is full term and is born and is now taking the breath of life with breathing, this newborn reacts to twinkle, twinkle, little star with familiarity because it heard it when it was in mommy's tummy. And those are thoughts of music storage cells in the brain, and they're tough ones, so they last the longest. And it's these cells that allow us to keep the memories of music and other amazing memories that we have along our way. And when you are in the midst of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, because these little tough cells are able to withstand a negative environment where other other cells are dying, they remember the music. Wow. Their childhood and, and fun music that they've learned along the way as they're growing up. And this is why an Alzheimer Parkinson dementia patient who has lost the facility of speaking and doesn't know their name or their birth date or their address, when they hear the music, they will come alive, they will remember the lyrics, they will remember the melody. If they played an instrument like a violin, they'll remember how to play the violin. And this is one of the gifts that I've now learned about since being on this incredible music journey, that these memory storage cells tap it out till the end and bring the joy back to our patients at their 11th hour. For me, this miracle and a gift second to none. And this is why Music with Minds is so powerful because we're calling on the memory cells when people are so downtrodden because of their diagnoses, the music turns their lights on from darkness into light and from suffering to pure joy. And I want everybody to understand about these music storage cells that live on while all the other nerve cells are dying because of the diseases. Wow, that is so powerful. Gosh, you take my breath away. Are you? You do. I'm glad that we do not live far from one another, and I look forward to the time when I can look you in the eyes and hug you. I mean that so sincerely. Okay. Um, 
tell us about how you're collaborating with some of these organizations. Can you just give us a brief sort of overview of how you're doing that? Sure. Until recently, Music Men's Mind really didn't have an intimate relationship, say, with the Alzheimer's Association. Mm-hmm. And on now, as part of our music offering, we are gifting drum circles as part of our band offering, choir offering, sing-alongs, and the drum circles are now appealing to the Alzheimer associations as they have their various um, uh, projects, like the walk that they do for Alzheimer's. Yes. We are are thrilled to be able to partner Alzheimer organizations. We have drum circle facilitators to be part of the opening ceremony and to be able to have what we're calling a rhythmic energizer where one of our drum circle facilitators will bring the crowd to a moment of togetherness in rhythm. And we talked about Rhythm, early mm-hmm. when we were talking about uh, the vagus nerve, and rhythm given as part of the gift of a drum circle, but of course we can't do drums at an opening ceremony, but the, using their own body parts, clapping mm-hmm. hands, tapping their thighs, this is helping to bring the entire crowd prior to the walk right onto the same page of, t- of connectedness so that there is even more power in the numbers of people in rhythm connected like that through the drum circle. And so we are now finding beautiful collaborations with Alzheimer organizations now. Wonderful. 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 It's very interesting that I... I just wrote myself a note because just two doors down from me, a woman actually works for Alzheimer's um, L.A., and her mother has dementia, and um, I always support that organization, and um, I'm really excited to make sure she hears this because maybe she already knows about the the power of music, but I want to make sure that that she does. Do you um, work with sponsors and partners um, when you're doing all of this, or how does this we work? We do. We do. People find us. We find them. And, of course, to have a sponsor, we're all on the same page. And it's about outreach. It's about donations to help fund us, to keep our work alive and well. And so we are finding people who want to collaborate with us, partner with us, And, you know, there's power in numbers, and it's all about outreach, and it's all about getting the gift of music out to everyone needing the music as medicine. I think that's wonderful. I I love your website, Um, and um, I thought maybe you could just tell us, do you have a global theme song? (laughs) We do. What is it? (laughs) It's called the Music Mile. Well, 
I was pitching a Rotary Club a few years ago, and I said, anyone out there ready to write a global theme song for Rotary Mm. for Sick Men's Minds? And I got a text from the president of the club, and he said, I can't promise anything, but I think I have somebody for you. Well, fast forward a couple of weeks, I got a phone call from the icon on Broadway, Larry Hochman. Larry has an arm long of accolades and awards for being um, the most amazing collaborator, orchestrator. And Larry said to me, Carol, I just heard your story. I am interested in writing a global theme song. I have a Rolodex a mile long. I will get a group together. We talked for an hour and a half. He called me back. He said, you'll hear from me in a couple of days. Well, an hour later, Larry Hoffman called me back. And he said, I've been so inspired by your story that I went to my piano and I've already written the music called The Music Mile for Music Men's Minds. And he said, the rest is plain sailing. I will get back to you with a team of lyricists and orchestrators, but the music is done. Well, we do have a Larry Hoffman and team from Broadway, magical global theme song, and that's the story that opens doors now for us globally sing this wonderful song as his gift to us. Is that is that on your website by any chance, that actual theme song? You know, I have to check that out, but I think you can even go um, to YouTube. I have and to check yes, it. that's a good and idea. Think, Thank you. Yeah, yes. let me check yes. and, and, yes. and I will even get back to you, but that's a good question, and it needs to be there for everyone to enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely, because you really do have a terrific um, website. And, um, you know, you sort of glossed over this, but I would really like you to spend a little bit more time talking about this. How do you plan on raising funds to keep, like if somebody's listening to this right now and says, I really want to support you, how, how would they go about doing this? Let's talk about some of the fundraising for you. Mm, thank you for this great opportunity. And, of course, our economy has really um, reduced fundraising and generosity all across the board. But the $5 and the $10 all adds up and makes a huge difference. We know from fundraising that 80% of funds for a nonprofit comes from private donors, just like yes. your listeners. Mm-hmm. And we have a website that is secure that you can donate on the website. We receive donations by Zelle, that is from your bank account directly to our bank account. Okay. And we have have a mailing box on Westwood uh, Westwood, uh, Boulevard that I can give you uh, for checks if somebody wants to put a check in an envelope for us. You know what? Let's do this, Carol. 
when we when we finish this call, when this podcast is over, I'm going to mm-hmm. get that address from you so that I can include that in my follow-up um, blog about our show so that if somebody feels compelled and would like to just plain send you a check, that they would be able to do that. So I'll make sure that, we, that I include that for people that want to do that, all right? Because I think that oh. would be wonderful. Well, thank you, Martha. That, that's just a golden opportunity. And, of course, we do receive some grants from foundations. I mean, Good. one of our big supporters is the Herb Alpert Foundation. Mm. And what? I got a call recently from none other than Herb Alpert. No. I was on a telephone call, and I saw H. Alpert in the window of my phone. You know how sometimes you get alerted that yes. somebody's call. So I quickly hung up from my call, and I said, I have to go. I think I'm getting an important call. And I, <laughs> I went to the caller, and I said, are you who I think you are? And oh, my gosh. Said, yes, it's me. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, <laughs> so we've gotten some beautiful recognition from people like Herb and his foundation. Uh, there's another mm. a, a foundation in New York called the Good People Fund. They give us um, annual funds. And, and we are, you know, starting to, to show that we are here to stay. Um, we're solid as a nonprofit. We're in the black, fortunately. And so um, that's the foundations aspect, which is another arm of donations. But 80% of all nonprofits come from private donors. Just yes. like all of you listening to our story. And if you do choose to donate, it is with heartfelt gratitude that I look forward to receiving your $5. It would be so meaningful. Can you, you, can you imagine if everyone listening right now just put $10 on a check and sent it to your, to your address? Wouldn't that oh. be wonderful? I, 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 I'm going to do my very best to um, help that happen. Um, I, I am, and and as we as we look to the future, because mm-hmm. of course you look to the future. As much as we are in the here and now, and enjoying this wonderful rhythm of life together, um, mm-hmm. what are your dreams for the future for MMM and Rotary? My biggest dream and I'm an out of the box thinker and I really never even expected music men's minds to become the size uh-huh. and the precious it has become I see music men's minds becoming a household name great Marsha you said that to be able to communicate with people is your first love and close behind it is music. Yes. And you guys are on the same page because music is medicine for the mind. Music brings joy. 
Music brings increased brain function. It is something we can do together with anyone. Music is a universal language. We don't have to communicate in a different dialect. No. We just tap and sing and belong instantly together because we are all on the same rhythm vibration. And so for me, my dream is, and I know it's knocking on our door, together with Rotary, together with people on our staff, we are going to be a household name and bring wellness. And we all need the wellness. And we we do. And, you know, um, I don't know why I didn't focus this, because clearly right underneath your logo is the button that says Donate Everyone. So the address for Music Men's Mind in Westwood Boulevard is clearly on your website, musicmensminds.org. There's even a place for a pledge card. And I would, I, I feel so, I don't know, I just feel that this is so important. And that's not to say that there aren't a lot of important causes. There are. I'm not going to say that there aren't important causes, but this particular one, I don't know that there's anybody that's listening that doesn't have some connection to someone that may be having some of these conditions, that whether it's in your family, whether it's your neighbor, whomever, it, it, it touches all of us. And to think that by making a donation, big or small, you know, some people have places where there's matching funds. Some some of us have um, um, charitable giving accounts within our own trusts. Things like that where we say, you know what, this is important to keep this alive and to keep this going and I just, I think it's a beautiful thing, and it must give you, I'm thinking, I don't want to put these words in your mind, but it must give you such, you, well, you said it earlier, you said the word, gratitude, what, the life, how long were you and Erwin married? A long time, a long, long time, long time. and yep. you didn't order this for him, or you. It is what it yep. is, which is what my husband would say. And and so and he was the rock, I must tell you. Um and so to be able to support the rocks that we're talking about, those those family members, those listeners, maybe you don't even have a family member, but you feel so compelled by listening to this story to support what you're doing. And and for our Rotarians out there to think about um, seeing if they can do some kind of um, community outreach within our own Rotary clubs, I, that's a that's a really not everybody's going to do it, and it's it's not a requirement, it's an opportunity, and that's how I see it. I see it as an opportunity. I feel like speaking with you is an opportunity. It's an opportunity of sharing. 
It's an opportunity of seeing what you can do as a human. People say to me, what are your podcasts about, Marsha? And I say they're about humanity. They're about Mm -hmm. how we support one another and how we can make a difference. And that's precisely what you are doing. That must just warm your heart, Carol. Absolutely. And especially now when the end of the year is drawing to a close and folks that have uh, some money that they share as an end of the year giving, we would be so thrilled. You know, it reminds me, uh, I got a call from a financial advisor a couple, three years ago, and she said, we have a 96-year-old client, and he has money to share with nonprofits. And we gave him five nonprofits to decide where he would want his money to go. And he chose Music Men's Minds. Oh, man. I've never met him, but Mm. he gifted us $100,000, which has been gifted to us 20000 a year. And so, you know, he's one of the, the, the lucky ones who can give a lot. But mm-hmm. people are cutting checks for their favorite charities. And God knows we would be deeply, deeply grateful if Music Men's Minds could be on your list as well. Right. You know, I I just think that what you're doing and and what i've enjoyed so much about this conversation is you brought things to my mind that i hadn't really thought about i loved your description of our brain being working like a pharmacy you know it's funny because it takes me back to rotary our rotary president is a pharmacist he's our local pharmacist and he's our rotary president joe shahadi and I'm thinking to myself, I can't wait to say to Joe, I never thought about this, Joe, but our brain works like a pharmacy too. I just think that's brilliant. I never, I just never thought of it that way. I just, I, you've brought up so many interesting things and the fact that it goes to so many countries. Do you ever have oh. people that sing in other languages then? Yes, yes, we do. And we have a group that zooms in from Rwanda, and they play the most amazing drums. We have um, a a young gal from Uganda who comes and and sings in her broken English and also in her native tongue. And so, I mean, it doesn't matter where you live in the world. Push the Zoom button and come and share music with us. And as far as sharing music, I want to make it really clear, we have several in-person music groups in and around L.A., and they're all on our site, but we have a jazz band in Studio City that is phenomenal. We have a drum circle at Culver City Senior Center. Oh, yes. We have another drum circle at the Brentwood Presbyterian Church. We Mm -hmm. have a big group. Beverly Hills at the Roxbury Community Center called the Treblemakers. They meet oh. every Tuesday. And we have South Bay Songsters, a, a musical group from a Rotary Club in Redondo Beach. And growing, 
We have several new bands on the horizon. And, I mean, so, yeah, stay tuned and stay connected. If you want to even give us your email and you can write in onto our website, we'll put you on our database. We'll just Wonderful. make you a family member of Music Men's Minds and stay in touch with you by email. I think that's great because I do get your emails. And um, and it's just a reminder, like, wow, I, I need to ch- – because the Zoom is live. You can't come back and listen to it later, can you? Um, no. I don't Although think we have so. a Roku platform. Yeah, we have a Roku platform now where okay. we have Zoom edited, and it's going out on Roku under the umbrella of Golden Network TV in Las Vegas. So even now, disseminating music on Roku. That's, that's just, there's no, there's no end because this is an open-ended conversation. And I feel so grateful to you for sharing this, this passion, this passion that you have and your gratefulness because it definitely comes through. I've so enjoyed spending this time with you, Carol. It's, it's just been wonderful, and I really do hope that all of you that have listened today will not only listen to this and enjoy this, but share it. Share it on your, in your community. Share it on your social media. I know that's what I do, and I would really love it if you could do the same and share this podcast. It will be um, available um, once the show is over, I will embed this audio link, as I mentioned. It will go across all of my podcast apps, but I hope those of you that are listening can share it on yours as well, Carol. This has just been an absolutely wonderful hour with you. I'm so grateful that you spent this time with me. Well, I too, Marsha. I feel like you're a kindred spirit. We've yes. only just started together. And I know that we are going to, we are bonded and connected to continue to serve humanity together. You bet. Like that song, you just did it. We've only <laughs> just begun. And there's that, somebody, I say to people sometimes, there's always a jukebox going on in my head. Do you want me to tell you what I'm playing right now? So I'm, tr- I'm not kidding you when I say that. So I'm going to let you begin the rest of your day. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please join me again next week when I have another podcast. And, Carol, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will say goodbye for now. And thank you, Marsha. Thank you for all of the listeners for giving me an opportunity to spread the word about music is medicine. We all need a dose. We do. Thank you. Get together and sing. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye, dear.